Hey, hey, this is your go-to life coach, Dakota Hunt, who just wants to help you feel so, so good and finally start achieving the goals that you've always desired to achieve. I help busy, multi-passionate entrepreneurs just like you build the life and business that you desire to create. Through your mindset, emotion set, and action set, you truly can overcome any obstacle that stands in your way and create the dream life. It is possible to achieve anything you desire, and that's what I'm here to help you do. So let's dive in. Do you know the power of your mind? Do you know the power of your thoughts? Do you know? The very first book that I read after graduating college was called How Successful People Think by um, John, C. John C. Maxwell. And at the time, I did not realize how much this concept of thought was going to change my life. Now, three years later, I'm a completely different person, and it's honestly because of one thing, thought. Thought. What I think. The inner workings of my mind. Pondering thought, understanding thought, becoming aware of my thoughts, observing my thoughts, choosing my thoughts, and changing my thoughts. I have changed. I am a completely different person than I once was because I know about thought. So, do you know about thought? Today, I want to dive into thoughts. I want to explain how thoughts work and then how managing our minds can lead to the most powerful transformations in every aspect of your life. Whether you are looking to advance in your life on a personal level or grow a business, the foundation of your progress will be in thought. But first, let's talk about the body. If you desire to be strong and healthy, physically fit, what must you do? We all know the answer to that, right? There might be varying opinions and ideas within the answer uh, with specifics, right? But at the end of the day, if you wish to grow your body physically, you must exercise it and give it proper fuel. Yes? Yes, this is the truth of a healthy body. It is a proper fuel combined with proper use. Like I said, whatever proper is to you is great, but, but that's what it is. If you feel weak, the only way that you are going to grow stronger is to build muscle. And this happens through exercise. The same is true for your mind. If you wish to have a strong and nourished mind, it needs proper exercise and fuel. Our minds are weak. Yes, I said it and I stand by it because I talk to people every day. Our minds are weak. Just like so many of our bodies are weak because we neglect to prioritize them, we neglect to prioritize our minds. We neglect to prioritize ourselves. We don't know how to manage our thoughts, and our thoughts are consumed by negativity. We slip into depression and anxiety, and we stay there because we have no idea how to climb out of the hole. This is not bad. This is nothing to feel guilty. This is nothing to feel shame about. This is just part of life. We cannot learn how to manage our minds without resistance, just like you cannot exercise your body without resistance, right? The mental resistance that you are feeling right now, even if it is very low depression and or anxiety, this is actually good. This is good because it is going to be the catalyst for growth and change and enlightenment and all the beautiful things in life. Chances are, if you are a physically fit person, there was a moment in your life where you had to choose to prioritize your physical health. And that choice probably came about because of a little bit of resistance, right? For me, this moment came in 2017. I was a very fit high school athlete, but college threw a curveball. Not having a coach telling me what to do 
led me to doing nothing at all. And I had no idea at the time what this was causing. I became sick. Not like sick and bed sick, but I just never felt good. You know, I put on the freshman 15, as they call it, and I just settled into a new norm of exhaustion. I really, I honestly, I just accepted that this is how it was. And I never even really questioned it because I didn't understand at the time what physical exercise did for me, for my body, and for my whole being. It wasn't until uh, 2016. I have an example of an amazing husband who he works out every day. He's always worked out every day throughout our whole relationship. And I began to realize that my normal way of operating on low energy was not normal. And that my body was in fact sick and unable to deal with stress properly. At that point, I began joining Logan at the gym. I was facing some resistance. I was realizing that my way of life was not how it needed to be. And so I began my journey with physical exercise and health. This is true for your mind as well. If you haven't already, one day you're going to wake up and realize that there is some work to be done to strengthen your mind. Maybe at first you don't realize what it is you're doing. Maybe it starts when a friend friend or family member lends you a personal development book. Maybe you're battling with negative thoughts about your body or being a mom. Maybe you're trying to grow your business and you just keep hitting wall after wall after wall. Whatever it is, there will come a moment where you wake up and realize that some work needs to be done in the garden of your mind. Maybe today is that day. Maybe you just had a moment where you realized, yes, there is some weeding to be done and a desire is sparked within you to plant some new seeds. If today is that day, welcome. (laughs) I'm so glad you're here. And if you're already on this journey, awesome. Maybe this episode will spark some ideas and reminders to help you continue on your path of growth. We're talking about the power of thoughts. The title to today's episode is As a Woman Thinketh, which is a spinoff of the title of James Allen's book, As a Man Thinketh. This is another book that I completely, I I recommend 100%. It changed my life. It's really short. It only takes about 30, maybe 60 minutes to read if you're underlining and taking notes. And I really just highly recommend you pick this one up. I'll link to it in the show notes. But we're going to examine how we as women or men, can use the power of thoughts to create the reality that we dream for ourselves, but also the reality that we dream for our family, for our kids, our husbands in the world. Gosh, do you know how powerful you are? Just sit with that for a minute because I feel it deeply and I really want you to feel it too. Do you know how strong your ability is to change your reality? Do you know your potential to impact the world? When you work on yourself, when you grow and move closer to your highest potential, it is one of the most selfless things you can do because everyone around you changes. If you haven't been prioritizing yourself because you've been too busy to take care of everyone else, I challenge you to just pause. Pause for a moment and consider how much more of an impact you could have on those around you that you love if you stopped and took care of yourself first. What if your body had the energy to dance with your kids? What if you could get up in the middle of the night with a screaming baby every single hour and feel joy and peace and gratitude for this baby that you held in your arms? What if you could catch the negative thoughts in your head before they consumed you and spiraled you down into the pit of worthlessness? What if you could just feel good? What if you could feel connected to your spirit and the spirit of the universe? What if you felt connected? What if you felt loved? What if you could transform your financial reality? 
What if you didn't have to feel stressed over money for your entire life? Just think, what if? If you are too busy taking care of everyone else at the expense of yourself, these what ifs will stay what ifs. But if you can slow down and learn how to prioritize these self, yourself, these what ifs can become your reality. But not just your reality, your family's reality, right? Think about it. Your kids would have a mom that dances with them. How fun would that be? Your baby would receive the warm embrace of a loving mother in the middle of the night when your baby needs it most, rather than the energy of a frustrated, angry, and cold mom. And I say this because I've been there, and I still often go there. You would be able to catch the negative thoughts about your ability as a mom, about your body, about your ability to run a business and make money. And in turn, you would help your kids see that they are also being consumed by negativity that is not the truth of who they are. You would help your family see their divine potential. When you put yourself first, mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally, you can feel good. You would be connected to the spirit or whatever your source of inspiration is. And then you would receive inspiration for you and for your family. You could receive inspiration on how to love deeply. Or maybe on how to discipline your child in a manner that actually works for them. Right? You know, they say in all the parenting books, they say something to the effect of every child is unique. So you'll have to cater this method, you know, to your child's uniqueness, whatever that is. But how do we do that if we do not know our child how do we do that if we don't know ourselves and what better way to know ourselves and our child than to tune in and ask god right when you feel loved deeply and securely how much more capable would you be of deeply loving your children and helping them feel the same if you could believe in your potential to make money how much more capable would you be of making the money that not only takes care of your family but could then be used to take care of others Maybe you're a business owner and you're able to hire an employee who provides for her family. Or maybe you have a charity or a cause that you feel strongly about that you're just able to donate to whenever you want. When you make money as a woman, you contribute to the positive energetic flow of money in the whole world. The world needs more of that. So I'm going on a rant here about this, but it is just, it's so important. It is so important that you are pausing and you're taking care of yourself first. Sometimes challenges come our way that are outside of our control. And yes, we have to work inside those challenges. But more often than not, the challenges that are holding us back are ones that we could overcome simply if we know what to do and have a deep enough reason to keep us committed to doing it. This is in essence the power of your thoughts. Nothing changes until you make a change and the first place that you make a change in order to cause a ripple effect is in your mind if you truly desire to be different the first place you must be different is in your mind it's in your thoughts so how do you do that well let me explain how thoughts work it is an incredibly cool and powerful tool once you understand this concept in life things happen to us and around us right there are things outside of our control all the time at any given moment right for instance uh, maybe your boss comes in and just like demands rudely that some work be done maybe your water heater goes out maybe gas prices soar to the highest average they've ever been in the u.s Uh, maybe maybe mother nature decides to unleash a storm on your city maybe you break a leg maybe you get really sick there are many circumstances that happen to us outside of our control and often these circumstances they're not ideal 
but they are outside of our control, right? So what we do have control of is our thoughts about the circumstance. For instance, when your boss comes in and demands some work be done, you can think many things. One thing you might think is, gosh, he's such a jerk. The least he could do is say, please, I'm so sick of working here with him. Or perhaps you think, the way my boss just talked to me was not okay, but I'm not going to let this low emotional vibration coming from him ruin my day. I'm going to put my best foot forward and I'm going to think about how to approach him about that tone later. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. You know, whatever it is, see how those, those two thoughts, they bring a completely different energy to the table, right? The one puts blame and criticism on another person and another thought allows you to take ownership of what you can control and therefore it changes the energy right and there's a million different thoughts and scenarios that we could have for that one situation so let's look at another example with the circumstance of hiked gas prices i think this is something we can relate to right now right um so i'm gonna make a political statement here for uh oh what's the word Oh my gosh, I just, it just escaped me. For example, right? Um, <laughs> because of some stickers that I've seen on gas tanks. So one thought that you might think when you're filling up your tank of gas and it's costing, you know, double or triple what it cost a few months ago, you might think, thanks for this Biden, you bumbling fool. Yeah? <laughs> and before you, you, you out me on making a political statement, acknowledge that this is the thought that much of the population is having, even if you are not, Right? If you need to change Biden to Trump or Putin or whoever it is that you are blaming for the gas prices, do it. Who cares what name you insert there, right? The point is, if you are filling up your car and your thought is to blame someone for the prices, what energy does that put you at? What does that make you feel, right? So maybe, maybe what you're thinking isn't about blaming someone about gas. Maybe what you're thinking is, how in the world am I going to afford this? Or I don't have enough money for this, right? Thoughts about money that make you feel scarce, that make you feel like you're going to die. (laughs) Uh, Maybe you don't realize that, but ultimately a lot of our thoughts when when we're feeling scarce about money is that everything's going to fail in the whole wide world and we're going to die. Funny, right? Or maybe you think something such as, you know, I'm so grateful that I can fill up my car this one time. I'm so grateful for the money in my account or on my credit line that is allowing me to drive one more mile. I am so grateful that I can get up and work today, that I can drive to work, that I'm not being bombed like other places in the world. I'm grateful for the opportunity that I have to continue to wake up and live my life. Do you see how you can shift your thoughts from, in this instance, blame about something that's mildly inconveniencing your life to gratitude and appreciation and how that has the potential to shift everything for your energy? Do you see? But this is just the beginning. What is it that the thoughts are actually shifting? I think you can see through my examples that something is shifted, right? Like something changes when you think a different thought. But what is it? It's your emotions. Your thoughts create your emotions, which is incredibly important because your emotions are what actually drives your actions. You see, people often think that your thoughts are what drive your actions. 
but that isn't the case. Think about it. How many times have you thought about working out, but you didn't actually work out? Or you thought, you know, I need to drink more water, but you didn't actually drink more water. Your thoughts are just one step in the process, one part of the equation. Your emotions are actually what drives your action. Your thoughts create your emotions. So when you think low thoughts, you are creating low emotions, which leads to low actions. And when I say low, I'm talking about energetical vibrations. Um, you, you know, you're operating from a lower place. When you think high thoughts, you create high emotions from which place your actions will be taken based on the emotions of love and gratitude and peace and enlightenment, all these good, positive, um, high vibrating emotions. And, you know, I'm sure that you understand intuitively how actions taken place from a higher emotional state, they move you forward in life quicker and you feel better than actions taken from a low energetic state. Do you see how that is true? Have you seen how that is true in your life? You know, let's, let's go back to the gas pump because <laughs> it's just, it's so relatable at this point in life. When you stand at the gas tank and you blame everyone and everything around you for the gas prices, what are you going to do about it? Not much, right? Because you've, you're blaming someone else. You're blaming something completely outside of your control. And all you're doing is putting yourself in a really low energetical vibrational state from which it's hard to take action, right? But if you sit there and you feel gratitude and, or sorry, you think thoughts of gratitude, I'm so grateful that I can fill my car up one more time. I am so grateful that I can fill my car halfway up one more time. I am so grateful that I have a car to drive me to work. I'm so grateful that I can fill up my car with gas so that I can go to work, so that I can make some money, so that I can donate a little bit at a time to help people that are suffering. Right? Do you see how those thoughts can then lead you to a place of taking action? Of donating the money that you have extra or if you don't have extra, of volunteering. Or if you can't volunteer, of going home and talking to your kids about the state of the world and helping them and brainstorming with them on, on ideas and ways that we can do our part in society to make the world a better place. Right? This is the power of thought. Your thoughts are the first thing that you examine in order to change your emotional state, which in turn helps you take action from a place that allows you to be the powerful creator that you are. It is not easy to do this, but when you are able to learn how and apply this technique of choosing your thoughts, your whole life will advance and move forward in an unimaginable way. But let's, let's pause for a minute. This is not about your life. This is all about your life and it's not about your life, right? It does no one any good for you to sit at home and wallow in selfless giving of yourself at the expense of yourself for everyone else. It doesn't do anyone any good. I'm just, I, I'm, I'm gonna say it like that. It does not do anyone any good to sit home and feel guilty that you have a better life than someone else and to feel guilty of your blessings <laughs> and the opportunity that you have in America to truly create your dream life, to hold yourself back from creating your dream life because you have been blessed with opportunity and what what people like to say as privilege does not 
honor the position that you've been given. Being in America is a circumstance. Growing up in America is a circumstance. And yes, we can recognize that our circumstances are blessed. We can recognize that we have an advantage because of where we are in this life. But if you are not doing anything about that advantage, if you are not bettering yourself and truly living your best life, what good is that advantage? Who are you helping? Ultimately, that's the the question, right? Who are you helping? If you are not living your best life, and what I mean by that is your highest life, the, the life that allows you to serve to your highest capacity, if you are not searching for that, seeking for that, and living that life, who are you helping? Yes, you're probably doing good. I'm not, I'm not denying that you're doing good. Yes, you're probably serving. But think about how much more of an impact you could make if you owned the advantages that you have in life and you sought after them with like a fierce vigor so that you could make a bigger difference so that you can just send some money how simple is that to just send some money if you made more money and you could just send some money so that you could volunteer because you freed up some time so that you could teach someone else how to manage their thoughts so that when they are going through a hard circumstance they know how to find peace I went on a little tangent there, but that's, that's what I'm feeling deeply in my heart lately with, with everything that's going on in the world. There are some extremely hard circumstances. And to be honest, I do not battle with the extremely hard circumstances that so many people battle with. But that does not mean that I need to sit in my home and feel guilty over my privilege, if you want to call it that. It's an advantage. I have an advantage in life and it is my responsibility and your responsibility to take that advantage to become your best self so that you can help other people rise up to the level of your advantage. I, I firmly and wholly believe that. <laughs> so let's, let's use one more analogy to explain this concept of thought. Your thoughts are like a garden. If you do not manage your garden, what happens? Do beautiful flowers and fruits and trees grow and produce on their own? Not really, right? (laughs) Weeds grow. Isn't it crazy that rarely do things of value grow on their own free accord? Yes, they do, but not in abundance, right? In order to grow vegetables, fruits, and beautiful ornamental plants, what do you need to do? You have to plant a seed. You have to water the seed. You clear out the space around the seed and you nurture that seed until it blooms into the beautiful plant that it was meant to be. The potential to be the beautiful fruit-bearing plant is trapped inside the seed and without proper watering and nutrition nothing happens this is the power of your thoughts you may plant the seed in your mind but unless you're watering it and nurturing it and taking care of it it's not going to sprout and it will not bear fruit thought work requires a little bit of work and effort not in an exhausting manner this can be very flowy and abundant work but it is work and effort nonetheless you must manage your thoughts Recognize first off that your thoughts are not always what you desire to be. Raise your awareness around the fact that some thoughts lead you to take low vibrational actions, right? These negative thoughts, so-called. Recognize your negative thoughts and then choose new ones. Plant the seeds of love and light and peace and enlightenment. Think thoughts of gratitude on purpose, 
then water those thoughts. Nurture those thoughts and continue pulling out the weeds. Are you taking care of your garden? We don't attract the things that we want in life. We attract the things that we are. And what are we? We are the sum of everything that goes in our thoughts and emotions. Sorry, everything that goes on in our thoughts and emotions. We are not our thoughts. Rather, we are the person who takes a step back and examines our thoughts. We are the one who creates our thoughts, who creates our emotions. And we truly can create any reality that we desire to create and obtain anything we want by changing who we are. And how do we do that? We change our thoughts. We create our thoughts. Does it seem simple? Does it seem hard? It can be simple, but it is also hard. (laughs) If you are anxious to change the conditions of your existence, if you are anxious to help the world in a bigger and more impactful way, if you are anxious to change the circumstances, I recommend that you become anxious to change your thoughts because truly it is the only way to a different life. And do you desire a different life? Then work on your thoughts. It's that simple. As James Allen says in his book, the oak sleeps in the acorn. The bird waits in the egg. And in the highest vision of the soul, a waking angel stirs. Dreams are the seedling of realities. How beautiful. Sorry, that how beautiful was me. You, my friend, you are an oak. Have you sprouted? Or are you still sleeping in the acorn? Either way, come join us in Sparks Ignited. This is a membership that I created to help you change your life. You can do this alone. You absolutely can. You can DIY a changed life. I know. I've done it in my own in the past. But it's going to take longer. It's going to take much longer. The moment I allowed friends, people, and coaches into my life was the moment that things sped up to an unimaginable speed. So if you're ready to change your life, follow the link in my bio to Sparks Ignited. It's only $47 a month and you will receive a monthly training, worksheet, and live group coaching session that will help you become the person that you desire to become to live your best life even on your worst day and to help others do the same even on their worst day. All right, friend, thank you for joining me today and I can't wait to meet up with you again next week. Until then, practice managing your thoughts and see what changes in your reality. If you need a thought to try on for the week, try on, I am exactly where I need to be in this moment. Or one more thought that you might try on. I am grateful for the opportunity that I have to create my life. I will see you next week, friend.